I'm Tammy McCarthy. And I'm Becky Fleischer. We're two soul sisters on the front lines of growth and transformation, getting real about it all. You know, sometimes we're totally in our woo-woo groove, walking on light. Yep. And other times, we lose our footing and end up tripping over those very same rays of sunshine. That's woo-woo in the real world. On this show, we're giving you an inside look at all the healing practices and mindfulness that we use and how we integrate them into our lives. Yep, we're talking to interesting people who can help us along the way as we look at some of the woo and wild things that make us go, hmm. We hope that you'll join us. Living Living woo-woo in the real world. Welcome back to Woo Woo in the Real World. Yeah. It's been such an exciting 2023 so far, I think. Right. right? And I don't want to waste any time jumping into this episode because we have been waiting and so excited to have our next guest on the show, Lauren Baptiste from Akello Wellness. Akella, help me out. I, I practiced it I and know, everything. Right? And so she said, good. This Akaloa. Happened. And she said, This would happen. Akaloa. So we're right on Akaloa. Akaloa. People. Akaloa. All right. Sophia may edit. That I didn't to make it, make it for easy us, for anybody. <laughs> you should start off by telling us what that is. Well, welcome. Yeah. Thank Lauren. you. I'm so happy to be here. Okay, let me explain because I feel like once I explain, then it clicks. Okay. Akaloese was a Greek goddess who focused on women and stress. And so that was my muse for my business, Akalo Wellness. That's a little teaser of what's to come. I love it. Mm-hmm. So then it awesome. That is great. I've not heard of that Greek goddess. So She's I'm a like, minor yeah. Greek goddess, okay. so not like a Aphrodite or some right. of the other ones. But I right. found her and I was like, oh, that's the muse. That's nice. amazing. I love that. And Akaloes sounded, yeah, I just, flipped it to Akaloa, yeah. and that's it. I love it. That's it's, fantastic. That's awesome. Um, anything that we can do to kind of just like have a visualization that kind of just brings our own life and, our, and just centers our own self and how we can then go help others, I think is an amazing thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and along those lines, why don't we just hit it right out of the gate? You are a burnout coach. Yes. And I have lots of questions for you, but the first question is, let's tell our listeners, A, what is a burnout coach and what led you to this work, Part B? Yes, a burnout coach is helping individuals, I specifically work with women, but I've also worked with men, deal with the effects of burnout. Right now, burnout, we it's an occupational phenomenon mm-hmm. comprised of three things, exhaustion, cynicism, and mm-hmm. that, um, the words that are coming to me, this upward mobility, feeling like ineffective in your work. So burnout came to be in 2019 and it's been building, which is bittersweet because now we know that there's a name for it when we're just feeling overwhelmed. And it's sad because it means that so many people Mm -hmm. are feeling burnt out. Yeah. To have a title actually ascribed to it. Exactly. It's a phenomenon that is happening so much that it needs to have some definition around it. Exactly. Where you could go to a doctor and be told you have bronchitis, you can be told you're burnt out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's a powerful thing Mm -hmm. now that we can actually like 
make it a tangible right like put mm -hmm. a name on it exactly. and the and the definition mm -hmm. I, I liked how clear that definition was with the three parts mm -hmm. because sometimes you could feel like i like the cynicism that jumped out at me yeah because totally. i think sometimes when you, you get, hear that right like, <laughs> when you hear that as like a component of yeah. this is what's going on like mm -hmm. your cynicism is actually at play here in something so absolutely um, that was very interesting yeah. yeah and why your second question i burnt out i was in corporate I was traveling across the country, working 60 plus hours week over week, every week, Monday morning, getting on a plane, getting home Friday night, having a moment to sleep, do my laundry and go back to where I was. I burnt out. I ended up in a hospital. And in that experience, I learned so much about myself. And it was really the, I, I say, I, it's my decided rock bottom because had I kept going at that rate and just pushed that moment aside, I definitely wouldn't be here today. I know that for certain in all of the ways of yeah. how I serve others, but even being an employee, I right. would have completely lost it, maybe through heart failure or something mm, else. Right. So um, I want to pause right now just to point something out, which is so critical to mm. what you're saying and the conversations that we've been having, because our last episode was all about choosing consciousness. Consciousness, mm. and um, and. You know, in all of uh, these discussions about that and, um, you know, why we embark on this journey of more consciousness, more awareness, bringing our body into balance, bringing our mind, body, spirit into balance, right? Um, this overwhelm that you are describing as it relates to a person's career is also very transferable to the overwhelm that many women face in their careers, in their home life, mm -hmm. <clears throat> and just overall in general coming out of the pandemic, it's certainly, you know, a lot of people that we've been talking to, everybody is somewhere on the overwhelm um, spectrum. Absolutely. Right? Mm -hmm. And what you also describe um, that I just want to kind of put an exclamation point on is we all have, or people that are forced to make a choice right, which is kind of what you described, we all have this moment where we have to make a shift, right? Mm -hmm. We talk about these spiritual shifts, these energetic shifts, and you literally, like your body was breaking down and you were in a health crisis mm -hmm. and you had to make a shift, yes. right? And it could have been, I'm just gonna get myself healthy so I can get right. back to work, right? But you didn't take that shift. You right. decided to take your experience in order to help and heal others. Can you kind of talk maybe about that decision that you made a little bit? Yeah, for me that felt almost immediate. Within a month of that burnout, I knew that this wasn't sustainable. The, the career I was doing, the life I was living, and it wasn't giving me the purpose that right. I felt. Because good. you were very successful. Incredibly successful. From a financial mm -hmm. standpoint, from a mm -hmm. material standpoint. Right? All the things, mm -hmm. working my way up the corporate mm -hmm. ladder, not realizing it was leaning against the wrong wall. That's mm -hmm. like the way I think about Ooh, it. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Because it's like you just keep going and you don't even realize you get to the top and you're like, this wasn't the vista I was told about. <laughs> right. right. And that's how it felt. So for me, as I went through this journey, I knew that there was more. I knew that there was a way that I could be of service. But as I planted that seed, it didn't actualize for years after. Because in that month after, I also went through a downward spiral of myself. Mm -hmm. Am I not good enough? Mm -hmm. Am I not smart enough? What is it that I should be? You know, and, right. and I had to go through that inner work and inner journey. And that took time because coaching wasn't widely accessible mm -hmm. and available. And it felt like 
there was not a clear path. I didn't think in that moment that therapy was necessarily what I needed. Mm -hmm. And maybe in that moment it, it could have been, but for me, for whatever reason, I was like, no, no, I need to get to the root of like what happened, why mm -hmm. my body experienced that, how can I heal from that? Mm -hmm. And how even that connection of body and mind is so critical, which prior to that moment, I had no idea. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you just said so many things packed mm -hmm. in there at once. I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to remember all the little nuggets that I wanted to pull out um, because you, and of course now they're already fle fleeting away from me, but you were saying <laughs> how it took time and how it didn't happen immediately. And I think that's such a, an important point to put on things yes. and you couldn't see the path. So those are two extremely common things I hear mm -hmm. from women in particular who have that same feeling of, I feel successful, I should be happy. I feel like I've checked off all these boxes that yes. I, I set for myself as goals and that maybe society sets and says, this is what success looks like. And mm -hmm. so I've checked all those off, but there's something else and it's just, we call them whispers. There's just a little whisper of something that's starting to catch your attention. You can't see the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And it does take time. And, and you also hit well, on yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, we're also so good at being busy. Oh, yeah. Right? We love to be busy. <laughs> love right? it. Yeah. yeah. And, and we're I'm, so good at it. Right? We are. And kind of goes to the burnout thing. Like, we like to stay so busy that you actually, you can't hear the whispers. And they mm -hmm. don't start to really play with you until you get quiet. Exactly. Um, but you had said that about taking time and doing the inner work. And I think that's the other thing that's so difficult because there has to be a, a period of disorder I have found for myself. Like you have a certain type of order and then you have this mm -hmm. disorder <laughs> that is super uncomfortable mm -hmm. and it takes a good while to get through before you get to the reorder. So it's interesting to me that your, your story has those same similar contours that we hear from so many people. And just building on that, the question that pops to my mind is, I mean, you mentioned inner work and mm -hmm. you mentioned the mind-body connection, right? Mm -hmm. So prior to this incident happen happening for you, um, where were you on a more either aware or conscious or spiritual path or what we like to call woo-woo, that woo-woo spectrum, right? Yeah, I love the, it. the woo scale. Yeah. I earned my badge after the burnout, <laughs> but I will say I was raised by a dad who did green juice right mm -hmm. so we were like bringing in health aspects. where did you grow up i grew up in new jersey okay uh not too far from yeah here. Yeah, yeah not far from here okay. um and so he was very health conscious mm -hmm. in more of the like physical health what we eat and mm -hmm. how it affects us less the spiritual side that's still great still great head mm -hmm. start mm -hmm. yeah but yeah i took it and then for me i was a collegiate athlete i ran call uh i ran cross country and track in college mm -hmm. so for me i knew like taking care of my body was so important and the effects of how you know when you exercise how it supports your brain health and things like that but it was until afterward when i was looking at for me and it's funny because we all have a reason of like why we start this journey. For me, it was the burnout, but for, for me also, I had acne on my face and my back mm. for a long time. I was way into my 20s and I'm like, this shouldn't happen anymore. <laughs> like I'm not a teenager. Mm -hmm. And I started going down a deeper health journey of understanding the connection of when they say there's a map where you could look at like where on your face you're breaking out and where in the body that means you're unwell. So for me, when I went through figuring out my physical health, seeing going down the psychology route, the positive psychology route, I was really inspired to find that connection of body and mind. And it's after I burnt out that I started to find 
women's cycles and the effect of our cycles on our health and our mind. Mm -hmm. And then it opened up a whole door into Ayurveda, which mm. I'm not sure. I'm sure you know, yes. I'm not sure if the audience knows, yes. but that then changed the trajectory of my career and my life. Totally. So just give a one liner, maybe two liner description of Ayurveda um, for those in our audience that don't know what it is. Or those sitting here <laughs> who don't know exactly and can't really say that word. And I asked him every time. I'm always like, it's Ayur, what is it? Ayurveda. Okay, Ayurveda, yes. everyone. Okay. Amazing. For those who are learning along with me. Yeah, the easiest way I explain it as it's a at least 3,500 year old science dates back from an Indian lineage. So if you know of traditional Chinese medicine from China, this is a similar, it has a lot of uh, mm -hmm. parallels to that from an Indian lineage. Yep. So that's an easy way to kind of compare if you've yeah. one or the and other. And the Vedas, you know, they're individual. It's kind of like the encyclopedia of life, right? It means wisdom. Mm -hmm. And it means wisdom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I, I like Ayur that. means life mm -hmm. and wisdom oh. means, uh, Veda means wisdom. So mm -hmm. it's the wisdom of life or the science of longevity, if you want to put a fancier term on it. Exactly. Interesting. Yeah. So you found that and you started to dive deeper into that and positive psychology and making all those connections with mind, body, spirit. And, and so, so today, when you think of woo, you know, on a woo scale, how do you see yourself in comparison to before the, the burnout? Yeah, completely, completely transformed in the sense that I have now awareness. There are things in my body that happen that I can be more sensitive to and, and actually feel mm -hmm. when we're going at a certain speed. You know, even if you think about it, you're driving on 684 and you're going, you know, 100 miles per hour. You only see the major signs that tell you turn here, or turn off here. You're not noticing the beautiful trees or the foliage mm -hmm. or, you know, but you could if you were going maybe 25 miles per hour on mm -hmm. that. So for me, I've learned to like slow my life. That doesn't mean slow my productivity, slow my output, slow my, you know, fill in the blank. It right. just means I live in a more conscious state where I can be aware. So for me, woo is like in me in the sense of I can feel it, mm. I can connect to it, it helps me make decisions, mm -hmm. and I know also when I'm out of it and right. when I need to come back to it. Right, because it's a process. You know, there's sometimes where we're going to be slow and in balance, and there's sometimes, you know, life is throwing stuff at you. 100%. And um, But it's good that you can always come back to that, right? And one of the things that in following you and getting to know you a little better um, that really struck me is this idea of, you know, think change isn't going to happen overnight, mm -hmm. right? Um, and doing things in these little small steps, that's where you're go going to start to see results or how we talk about it are the shifts, yes. right? Um, but you had something go viral mm. as you were celebrating your burnout anniversary, yes. right? And you didn't really expect that, did you? It I really struck not. a chord. So for folks who are listening, um, tell us about that. You put you put a post out on your social, on your Instagram, right? Yeah. And then what happened? My anniversary was 10 years <laughs> ago on Valentine's Day. Uh -huh. uh, and still the transformation between then and now is like so vast. But as I put through that week, my plan was, okay, let's share my story. Let's share lessons learned. Let's talk about what went wrong and how we can do better collectively with one another. And on the second day, a few days later, I just noticed it started to like pop, like popcorn, you know, a few <laughs> comments, a few posts, and then all of a sudden, you know, at this point, there's been a million views. Wow, that's at this amazing. Point, there's been over 600 comments. At this point, there's been like, 
thousands of likes. I've lost track. I think we're at like five or 6,000 likes. And what I'm seeing in the stories is my experience wasn't a one-off. Right. I mean, it's striking mm -hmm. a chord. It's, everybody is experiencing this in some way, and it's a way to really connect with each other. Because I feel like so many women are alone. They think they're yeah. going through yeah. this alone. Yeah. And if they jump off that hamster wheel, you know, that's where all the programming comes in, right? Mm -hmm. And the conditioning. Something bad's about, gonna happen. Well, bad's gonna Everything's happen. Everything's gonna fall or, apart. Yeah, shame, know, shame, yes. guilt. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things tied to identity, confidence, yes, exactly. and it can crumble so fast because yes. we so tightly weave who we are to what we do and mm -hmm. what we accomplish. And it, at some point it has a breaking point. Yes. And so it happens in those moments. Right. That's how it happened to me. And right. For so many people that had that universal experience too. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Sorry. I know. So many questions. For people who, who resonate, I mean, clearly that hit a point with people. Mm -hmm. So what would be, what would your first piece of advice for someone who saw that? And they're just like, I'm, th I'm there. Like that's where I'm heading. I'm heading right to have my very own, you know, anniversary. So mm -hmm. how do I avoid this? What do I do? Like, what would be a first step that you would say to someone? I love first that you mentioned that the idea of like, I'm here, what do I do? Mm -hmm. Because I will say a lot of the posts were F your boss, mm -hmm. quit your job. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what happens in that moment. Anger, right? Because we're, we're coming up against friction. Of, mm -hmm. You know, I've poured my blood, sweat and tears into a company for years and this is what I get in return. Right. So the fact that you mentioned like, well, what do I do now that I'm here? before you quit your job, before you think just leaving is going to change things, it's not. Right. And that's where that inner work starts. And if inner work doesn't feel as accessible, there are little things you can do. Take 15 minutes to yourself, mm -hmm. meditate, journal, reflect, hang with a friend, call, call someone Listen to the Woo Woo podcast. Listen to exactly. the Woo Woo podcast. <laughs> They're short and sweet. We got <laughs> tools and tips, people. I do, <laughs> do. I love them, by the way. It's so Joking. fun to Shameless plug. It's good. But they're great. I love it. But that's been, like, that's a great starting point of just awareness of something has to change. Yeah. Because yes. it's easy to blame other people, mm -hmm. but it's until I took responsibility for that situation. Right. That... I changed, I transformed yeah. through many little shifts over mm -hmm. time. Yeah, and I love that, that your, your five, your last post of your anniversary post, that's where you really broke down, you know, here's, here's where I was, here's what I was thinking, and here's now what I've learned about this. Mm. And one of them was, a lot of this was me. Yeah. It was a lot of my small little actions that compounded to get me to where I was. So, um, yeah, I think it's important. I, the react, I, the, we talked about this in another episode about like reactivity mm -hmm. and kind of reacting to something usually doesn't land you where you want to be and can sometimes right. make it worse. Right. So it's always helpful yeah. to know. I mean, a lot of times things. we're triggered by things that we actually know we have to change about ourselves. That's been a theme through a lot mm. of mm. stuff I've been seeing and coming over the transom, right? Because I am really deeply trying to <laughs> get rid of the things that trigger me, you know? Um, and so in your work, um, I think these small steps, but also how you help women to reframe their lives is really, really important. Mm -hmm. um, and also, why don't women want to invest in themselves? <laughs> But we have to yeah. make that convincing argument. Yeah, can we talk about yeah. that? I mean, yeah. it's a why? Thing. Why do we treat ourselves like such crap? Why do we do that? Really? 
It's a great question. I mean, you see it over and over, right? As the mama, like we serve everyone else first. Mm -hmm. And whether we have kids or not, we all have that like nurturing, mothering, loving nature. And we want to help everyone else. Mm -hmm. And it's a mix of people pleasing. It's a mix of um, feeling like I can figure this out on our own. We have this mm -hmm. like independence. Yes. But can, to a fault sometimes. Mm -hmm. And a mix of all of these different like beliefs as we grew up of just like maybe even you know, don't speak up, right? It's like, we're, right. I feel like breaking all of these barriers of what we right. were taught to believe of what's the way to be yeah. and the way that is beneficial. Right. So it's easy to say, well, I'm putting a new roof on my house and my kids are going to private school. And, you know, my husband's the breadwinner. And sometimes that's the case. Sometimes it's not depending mm -hmm. on who I'm working with, but there's value in you. That's right. Yes. It shouldn't have to be compared as lesser than in my opinion, I think it's more important than, right? Mm -hmm. If you ever heard like happy wife, happy life, yes. right? Like you've heard all these mm -hmm. types yeah. of things of when we invest in ourselves or put our oxygen masks on first, mm -hmm. that's when we can help others and do it in a sustainable way mm -hmm. versus let me just get a quick manicure and it feels good for an hour, but right. then back into the whole swing of it as I chip my nails and I get right. pissed and then I <laughs> right. like, right? Exactly. It's like a whole yes. thing. And I think we do a disservice to women by talking about self-care in this way. It's like, yes, have the bath, get the nails done, get your hair done, take care of yourself, groom yourself. Yes, yes, yes. But what we're really talking about here, and when you mention things like inner work, and, mm. and we talk about this going inward, um, that's really the true self-care that is going to make or break a person's life, but mm -hmm. particularly women, mm -hmm. right? I mm -hmm. mean, we just don't take the 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes. I mean, sometimes, you know, the interesting thing is, and I wanna bring this up in this context, um, while we're talking about this, is literally before I came here today, I was having a conversation with a woman. She is very wealthy. She can go anywhere she wants. She's a philanthropist. She, um, you know, she has resources in her life, mm -hmm. right? And somehow we got on this conversation, which seems to be happening happening a lot. There's there's a vibration or a frequency that I'm in right now, where I get on this topic of talking to women about. Um, taking a retreat, for example, mm -hmm. or when we went on this retreat mm -hmm. um, a couple of weeks ago, right? Um, and so she said, you know, I've been thinking about going on a dark retreat. And I go, oh, a dark That's retreat. Bad. And a dark retreat is <laughs> you literally sit in a dark room. Oh. Is that's part of the dark treat? Oh, it's like a sensory experience. deprivation thing. Yes, interesting. Mm. Um, mm. But what was even more interesting in our conversation is the things that are on her list, right? Whether it's a bucket list or things that she mm. wants to quote unquote do. She literally said to me, I don't need to go somewhere and, you know, see something or, you know, say I went to a certain place and I've crossed that off my bucket list. She said, what's on my bucket list is how I want to feel again. Yes. So good. Amen to that. And I was mm -hmm. like, ooh, I have to remember that when I'm talking mm -hmm. to Lauren and so Becky, good. right? Because I wish regardless of who any woman is, whether you have resources or you don't have resources, we all can take a minute or find a tool that is going to switch that on for us. How do I want to feel? How do I want to feel? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. That's How so do good. you bring that aspect into to your work with women? Do you, do you get them to start to think about how they're feeling about things? Yeah. I mean, some, so a lot of times when women come to me, it's saying like, it, it, come, it work is always the 
you know, what I do is my identity. Mm -hmm. I notice that I've given everything to it. I'm mm -hmm. hitting a plateau. And then all of a sudden things in the other areas of life start to crumble. The relationship starts to have friction. I'm not, I, I don't even want to be like full parent right mm -hmm. now. And I'm frustrated. And then it has this boomerang effect where then it even comes back and hurts the career even further. Yeah. So that's how they're coming to me. So for us, it's about like, taking all of that apart, unraveling it, mm -hmm. putting it all out on the table and being like, okay, let's zoom out and look at this situation. Mm -hmm. And how you want to feel oftentimes when someone's burnt out, I don't know how I want to feel. I just don't want to feel like this. Right. Yeah. So it right. can be hard in the beginning mm -hmm. to say, well, tell me how you want to feel. Tell me what you want six months from now, a year from now. I just don't want this anymore. Yeah. Right. But it takes time to then kind of like calm the nervous system down, get them inspired again, small, mm -hmm. actionable steps. Yep. You know, for me, it was even books. It's podcasts mm -hmm. like this, just hearing, like you said, that high vibe mm -hmm. frequency versus low vibe. You know, mm -hmm. I stopped, you know, I probably haven't watched the news in like totally 10 years. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Same. Truly. Yeah. Cause I know I get whatever I need to through the outlets that, mm -hmm. you know, that I need right. to. Right. You and can stay informed and educated, right. but yeah. And that's it. Yep. Yes. Um, and even in COVID, one of my biggest things to tell clients was, or, or any speaking event was limit your news to mo no more than 20 minutes a yes. day. Any social, if you really can, mm -hmm. because it does infiltrate mm -hmm. and make us not feel our best. Totally. Yeah. Well, it's like anything else we ingest, right? I mean, we don't want to put bad things that we're, we don't want to be eating bad things. We don't want to be putting bad 100%. things on our skin. Right into the it's eyes. going right into our eyes and ears and right into our brain mm -hmm. and right into our nervous system. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm, I'm with you there 100%. So true. Uh, one of the things that I read on your, I think it was one of, your, one of your Instagram posts that I thought was really fascinating. And I think I can see this applying to a lot of women because it may or may not apply to me. I'm not gonna <laughs> divulge totally. But I have a friend. Yeah, I have a friend yeah. who, um, <laughs> will often have work that they love, that they absolutely love doing, and still hit that burnout spot. Yeah, yeah. And I think that can be confusing because, so confusing. right? Yes. So I, can you speak to that a little bit? Because mm -hmm. I, I know that, that was one of your clients had mentioned that. So absolutely. Like, it can, that can be one of the hardest things. Like not everyone hates their job. Right. Like, a lot of people actually love what they do, but because they're running so fast, they're doing it you know, I use like the term, the end justifies the means, like that Napoleonic quote. And it's like, you know, it doesn't serve. Mm -hmm. And so we're running so fast that we start to burn out, even doing what we love. Mm -hmm. I've worked with business owners who are like, I'm so passionate about my work. And I forgot to eat lunch. Like I don't eat lunch anymore. Right. Or I love what I do. And, but like now I'm getting these tension migraines mm -hmm. and we have to be mindful of that. Our businesses, especially when business owners are an extension of us when we're in corporate though that still feels like it's who I am mm -hmm. so we need to be mindful that if I'm not taking care of myself or putting my well-being goals next to my revenue goals or professional <laughs> goals mm -hmm. it will have a teeter-totter mm -hmm. over time or you're gonna have to focus on your health because your illness has just taken so much of right. your capacity so they have to be done in tandem. And we are starting to see some companies who are integrating that into their professional review system when I'm gonna give you a bonus. Did you hit your wellness goals? Did you hit the goals of your team? 
did you make sure that that people, yeah, we're still far away from making (laughs) that spread, but some of the more forward companies, Mm because they know in order to keep my people in the long term, I have to make sure that they're taking care of themselves. And their productivity and their ingenuity and their creativity. I mean, all of those things are the first things that go when you start to burn out. Mm -hmm. So it's funny you said that they brought up the wellness goal, because the minute you said that, like you have to hold your wellness goal next to your revenue goal, right, or whatever your goal is. A lot of thoughts come up. Like, yeah, really a lot of thoughts just came up for me. I was like, ooh, mm-hmm. that, that is an actually very interesting way of looking at it. Like, yeah. That's a helpful step for that person I was mentioning that might have mm-hmm. a problem with this. <laughs> so thank you. But that can be helpful for you. And, and yeah. measure yourself on a scale of 1 to 10, how's your business doing? Okay, mm-hmm. maybe it's a 10, but on a scale of 1 to 10, how's your wellness doing? It's a 2. Well, then maybe it's an opportunity what would happen if we went down to a nine mm-hmm. and went to at least a five or six right. and, wellness, and it's possible mm-hmm. that's the beauty of the work and you'll notice the more you get a good taste of it that's for my clients like if you come in because we're all busy and how do i integrate this it feels more additive it's actually subtractive mm-hmm. it's like less yeah. becomes more you feel good with space you can yes. feel the woo right this yes. is where it all starts to yes. last right and so where it long. gets juicy and gooey where yes. i love it so right. much so, mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah and then part. that's yeah. really where you start to feel like you're tapping into your purpose you know you had said earlier about you know like i was climbing this corporate ladder but i felt like something inside there was some purpose not being hit so mm-hmm. true and yeah it is in the space and in the quiet mm-hmm. that's where you start to find that stuff. That's the magic. That's yeah, the magic. and I think like a big message is, or a takeaway that I hope people out there, you know, when they hear this conversation, you know, it's also not like having a job is bad, working in corporate America is bad. Right. Like there, there are benefits, and there are, um, there's a need in our society, and there always will be for that work. It's it is good, important work, mm-hmm. right? But I think more and more people are becoming more aware and more conscious that it doesn't have to be an all-consuming identity for yourself and that there is a path and that there is a way um, to embark on this journey and whatever that means for you, mm-hmm. right? As you're sharing that, like one thing that I'm hearing loudly is like, and there's a responsibility for not for us to take care of ourselves. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this analogy. I was talking to uh, the chief well-being officer at a big four accounting firm and we were talking about the idea of a fish tank, mm-hmm. there's a fish <laughs> and that's dying in dirty water. And is it, do we just like give the fish medicine and hope that the fish survives or do we just change the water? The reality is we need to do both. Because right. if the fish is dying just because it's in clean water, like it's now sick, it's dying. Right. So we need to heal the fish, we need to clean the water. So mm-hmm. that's the corporate, cultural, like the, the yes. way that we are, you know, I know there was even a poster like, can we make this the year of like lay down, you know, yes. like the, the year of chill yeah. and we can. So mm-hmm. that's us changing the water if we can all collectively yeah. decide. I, mean, I know a woman that she specializes in being a chillpreneur. So good. Right? Chillpreneur. A chillpreneur. Subscribe. And yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, you know, that that's a mind bender, you know, that you can actually be chill about being an entrepreneur because those two concepts are usually completely polar, polar yeah. opposites, right? <laughs> well, most of us who are taking like charge of our life often are type A. Mm-hmm. We have like perfectionistic tendencies. Yeah. 
they get us where they are, mm-hmm. and they also get us where we go. You know, and right. so yeah. we have to be mindful of both of those. So to mm-hmm. your point, if she's embracing, I've always said like my dream is to be a type D. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I'm working towards it, but I'm still not there yet. Yeah, yeah. still a ways to go. But a chillpreneur, like oh, the right? air of that just feels yeah, really nice. I know because it allows like you it. to still hold on to the entrepreneur. You know, it helps mm-hmm. to hold on to that kind of wanting to be productive yeah. and, and get things done side of things, but mm-hmm. not at the expense of everything else around you. Yeah. So Yeah, there's totally. a term, it's like, can you over deliver without mm-hmm. overworking and really sitting with that? That's mm-hmm. a chillpreneur, right? Mm-hmm. Where you can over deliver in the quality, mm-hmm. the way that you, you give and not work nights and weekends and mm-hmm. sacrifice yourself in your health and time with your right. family mm-hmm. to hit that one moment, that one launch, that one event, that one yes. deal. Yeah. Yes. Um, well, I have one last question for you, and then I know we probably have to wrap this up, and maybe there will be a part two somewhere or know, all sorts I'm of like things. Looking at my sheet, I know. I'm like, wait a minute, I didn't know what's what. I'm not type A at all. But um, <laughs> you know, the reality of um, our world now is so many people, particularly women, are remote workers, mm-hmm. right? So they're working from home, they're managing the family from home, they're doing everything from home. Mm-hmm. How much of that, or um, are you seeing more and more clients because of that kind of dynamic? Mm. Women not really knowing when to turn the corporate work switch off and be in mommy mode. I mean, that seems like a really hard landscape to navigate for families Mm. and particularly women. It was like especially hard, which we can all expect in 2020 when Mm -hmm. it just like a light switch, just we had to change. Right. I think there is a getting used to. Mm-hmm. I, I will also say in pre-2020 times, we were still working 24 seven. Mm-hmm. It just depended where your laptop was or yeah. you're doing it on your couch. And that's where that is still happening. Whether you're working remote, you're mm-hmm. traveling. I don't see like the, the travel burnout as much just okay. because the travel isn't as significant. Right. But it's like, I'm just still feeling this way. Like, why hasn't this changed now? Like mm-hmm. now my kids are back in school or now I am feeling this. Why am I still feeling that way? Well, because you're still working after dinner. Mm-hmm. You're waking up probably later than you wanted to because you were up since like till mm-hmm. 2 a.m. the night before and then you're running right into the fight the or flight mode all the time yeah. right you, yeah instead of waking up having like a, a slow mm-hmm. yummy morning where you get time <laughs> yourself that's like my favorite time of the day mm-hmm. but instead you're waking up at 7 38 o'clock showering getting right to you know kids to school or or not or just like turning on your laptop and kicking off your day it's not right. good for your stress system right. and it has that effect where burnout yeah. 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 Wow. So talking about the mind, body, spirit yes, balance, indeed. and this is just yet another angle. It is. <laughs> and maybe a great way to wrap up today would be to ask, do you have a go-to woo practice mm. for when you're feeling like, ah, it's getting a little out of balance here. I'm feeling like I'm sliding towards that burnout zone again. Or- yes. It's so good. I have my symptoms in my body. My eye will start to twitch. I'll start to feel a lot of pressure in my back. So that's like my, okay, maybe I should slow down mm-hmm. for me a walk is always mm-hmm. a walk is everything doesn't matter what the weather is just getting fresh air it changes the landscape mm-hmm. the environment um but i do have a nice meditation practice that i do in the morning it's very grounding so that's like a consistent thing mm-hmm. and when i'm really starting to feel off i ask for help mm-hmm. that's the one thing i think i didn't do it's the one thing i notice a lot of women don't do because yes. we feel like i can get through this. Mm -hmm. I'll take an hour and I'm back at it. Mm -hmm. And that's not always the case. Mm -hmm. Um, We have 
personal burnout too. Mm-hmm. And it's my, it's important to be mindful of that when we're not feeling ourselves to do something about it, to mm-hmm. raise our hand, to get the help we need. Yeah. It's an amazing conversation. It is. It's great. And I love the fact that you started that off by saying the indicators that your body Mm -hmm. tells you. Because that, I think, is maybe the first step is to be able to notice when it's going off. And that can be the first trick. Yes. But great practices. Thank you. Thanks for sharing those with us. Yeah. And thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much. So hopefully, I think some people have some things they can take out into the real world if they're feeling a little burnt out and overwhelmed. But if not... We're going to link to Lauren's website and yes. our socials, and you should definitely give the girl a follow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank um, you. And uh, yeah, it'll be a nice stress reliever in, in the midst of your day. Um, but yeah, so till next time. Thanks, Lauren. Thank you.